My name is Tom Frazier, and uh, welcome to Senior Beat. And let me introduce my co-host, Christine Beatty, who is the director of the Madison Senior Center. Hi, Tom. Hi, Christine. You want to introduce our guest, or oh, do you have other things to. to say? Oh, no. <laughs> Just our guests. We're excited to have uh, some guests from the Madison Senior Center today. Uh, Laura Hunt is our new, well, now three so months uh, <laughs> program coordinator. And we have a program intern, Maria Baker, who's joining us as well. We're going to talk a little bit about the Senior Center and what we're up to. Um, actually, it's kind of over the holidays. Over the holidays. We've got to prepare. And so um, I think, Maria, you were going to tell us about something called a Festival of Wreaths. The Festival of Wreaths is a great way to kick off the holiday season. Um, it helps decorate the Senior Center with just a lot of different wreaths and all different types. So we have sports, um, you know, holiday wreaths. You can have October-themed, you know, any kind of different themes. Yep. And, and these are made by uh, craftspeople and seniors at the Senior Center. And yep, yep, we're actually going to put on a little workshop on, um, let's say, the November 6th at the Senior Center. Yep. So you can learn how to make a wreath. Yep, yep. We encourage everyone to come out and come down and bring a little bit of supplies if you have it. And yeah. we have some supplies that were donated. But Right. Yep. And so you can learn how to make a wreath. Oh, yep. We're and gonna... then you leave it and let the Senior Center sell it. Yep, of course. Yep, Wonderful. that's a little bit of a fundraiser for us. Right, absolutely. And I think what's nice is, too, it's a display of, of sorts, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It helps decorate the Senior Center. So it's and we've got a lot of walls that need to be decorated at the Madison Senior Center. Yeah. So, now these are all artificial wreaths, right? Yep. And I remember years ago, there was a wreath that had a bra in it that was woven into it. And you didn't really notice it was a bra. It was just this little lacy look. And so you never know what kind of wreaths are going to come up from someone's imagination. It's really kind of fun to see them. Yeah, we encourage lots of people to come down and see them and stuff. Right. Yep. A number uh, of the wreaths are also donated by local floral shops. That's right. And so what's the range in terms of the prices on them? So it really depends on the type of wreath and the complexity of it. Yeah. Um, they can range from anywhere from like $20 to over $100. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, and so when is this going to happen now? When do they put them up and how does that all work? So when do we want people there? We want people there at November 16th. Okay. Um, that's going to be the start where everything's going to be up. And then um, it ends December 4th okay. on our... November 10th, I think, is the date. Oh, oh November 10th. Oh, I think it's November oh, okay. 10th. Okay. Yes. November 10th. Mm -hmm. And then so you've got this whole time frame yep. that you can come and look at them and uh, maybe buy one, but... It, just look at it and enjoy yeah. it. And then um, on the 13th, Friday, we'll have a little reception in the afternoon for people. Great. So that's a good time to um, uh, bring along a friend or something exactly. and enjoy the wreaths together if you want to. How nice. Great. Well, can I go back to the first thing you said about encouraging people to come and learn? That was on what date? November? Friday. The yep, Friday, November 6th. And what time? Yeah. One o'clock. One, one o'clock. Yep. One till three or one till whatever. Yeah. When the wreaths get done. Exactly. Yes. Pretty much. Okay. And we'll okay. have okay. the green um, the wreath bases. 
And so what we're asking other people to donate, if they have it, is little trinkets and ribbons and things to decorate the wreaths with. Right. And we certainly have a supply, but anything, you know, unique that they, that, have. That they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They may have gotten mm-hmm. out their Christmas things and mm-hmm. said, oh, I'm not going to use this again or whatever might be. Yeah. Now, there's another kind of wreath, too. Yeah. It's our fresh wreath sale. Okay. Yep. So um, you can order wreaths to send a loved one, you know, anywhere in the United States for $30. Yeah, it's oh, great. Really? Yeah. A live wreath? Yep, a live wreath. And then um, you can also purchase one for yourself and stuff and come pick it up at the Senior Center as well. Right. Um, orders need to be in by November 13th, okay. and you can do that by calling the Senior Center or going online or even just stopping in the Senior Center. Mm-hmm. And if you go online, what's the uh, address? Um, MadisonSeniorCenter.org. Okay. And so, oh, good, Laura, you've got some pictures. You know, there's a lot of people who like that recycled uh, wreath. Because if you get a traditional wreath that has metal on it and you can't toss it into the recycling, that wreath, everything goes in recycling. It's really a neat wreath. And then I bought the swag one year, and I had that in my house, and it just was so wonderful, the smell. Mm-hmm. It just made Christmas for me because that year I didn't have a tree. Wonderful. And, again, prices on these vary. Yep, they vary because there's different sizes and things, too. Okay, so you can get a great big one if you want. Yep, you oh, could. Wonderful. Yep. Good, good. And and have you been working with this project uh, in your internship? Yep, uh, yes, I have. I started in beginning school started, so yep. in September, so, yep. yep. And so um, you've sent out some notices and done some publicity for yep. us, yep. and this is your special little program, right? Very good, Marie. We're very glad to have you at the Senior Thank Center. You. Thank you very much. And, and Laura, you can talk about our other signature event at the Senior Center. We have a classic English tea coming up, and that kind of overlaps with the Festival of the Wreaths. Mm-hmm. The festival, the wreaths go up and decorate the Senior Center, and even the ones that people want to purchase stay hanging until after the classic English tea, which is Friday, December 4th. And it starts at 2 in the afternoon, and it's kind of like a um, Victorian-style type of tea. And volunteers serve tea, and we have three courses of food, little finger sandwiches, some cakes and, some, like, scones and jam and some chocolates. And what I think is so neat about it is the teapots. Oh, yes. I brought some teapots with me. I didn't know um, prior to this invo- being involved with this event how many different types of teapots there are. And this one's like a tea service is the lid of a teapot. I don't know. I just thought they were really adorable. And those are some of the things we decorate our tables we with. Yeah. For decorate the... our tables with those. Yes. And this year at the tea we're going to have um, actual teacups with little saucers. Um, so many of them are antique, and everybody's going to have a different teacup to drink with. You know, that that's wonderful. And I uh, I know also in uh, for this year something new is going to be a menu of teas, We're not just the choice of decaf and regular tea, but you're going to have a little menu of teas we're, that people can try. I believe we're going to have four different teas that people can choose mm-hmm. from. So it's going to get add a little bit of variety to it mm-hmm. and a little bit of conversation, hopefully, as they discuss the different types of teas and what they prefer. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure if we mentioned this in the beginning, but this is a fundraiser. Yeah. So the tickets are $25 each, mm-hmm. and all of the money goes to the Senior Center Foundation to help support our programs. 
Yes, I think that's important to remember that the Madison Senior Center gets a lot of good support from the city in terms of its building and then staff. But we have to raise the money for all of our programs and our activities ourselves. So this is one way that we can do that. Uh, what's the cost of this fundraiser? The cost is $25. Mm-hmm. We take ticket orders until November 30th, Monday the 30th. And that's There's our cut update. Number too, isn't and there it? is a limited number. We, we only have a certain number of seats. When those are gone, that's all we have. That's right. So, so people need to be able to call as soon as possible. What's the phone number again? The phone number is two six six. Um, six five eight one. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I drew a blank there. <laughs> I almost said somebody else's phone number. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they, they would be getting calls because I know in past years we yes. have almost gotten to the limit with our tea, yes. haven't we? So yeah. I think last year it might have sold out. Yep. So you want to order your tickets, and Monday has to be that cutoff because we need time to order the correct amount of food and scones and chocolates. Yeah and have enough for everybody. And we get a lot of wonderful donations from the community uh, as well, don't we? We do. And uh, I'm remembering those beautiful scones that we get. Um, We get those from Whole Foods, I think. And also um, the chocolates, of course, that's my favorite. Chocolates come from Ambrosia's chocolate. Yes. And they are very delicious. And I know one year we got some wonderful tea cookies from uh, Clausen's Bakery. Clausen's Bakery, yes. You know, so these are beautiful things uh, to to offer our our guests at the tea. And so we're really proud that we have that that wonderful corporate sponsorship for our event as well. We also have volunteers doing the serving. And many of the volunteers are UW students, which is actually how Maria first found out about us because she was a volunteer. Oh, great. And we always have so many nice compliments uh, from the tea participants. They say, oh, those young people are so nice and friendly. (laughs) And they have, it's just a nice, kind of a slowed down atmosphere too, isn't it? Um, We, we kind of phase the, the different courses. So there's lots of time for Mm -hmm. talking. And I know some of my colleagues at the City of Madison take that Friday afternoon off and come together to the tea and enjoy it very much. So uh, we're we're telling you all to skip out of work on skip that Friday that afternoon. And, yeah, and, and the entertainment also. Oh my goodness, yes, tell us about. That. We have live entertainment that day. We'll have the Yahara String Quartet playing in the background oh. during the course of the entire tea. They are a wonderful quartet. They play very very beautiful music. Yes. Yeah, there is something. Oh, the other thing I love about the tea is some of our ladies are getting uh, into wearing hats. And it's so much fun to see some of the ladies come in in hats. Now, if you came, Tom... You would, you would not have to wear a hat. Unless you, you could if you wanted to, but we wouldn't make you. But it's so hard to find a place now where ladies can actually wear a hat. And this is the perfect place. They can get a little dressed up if they want. Yep. Oh, and we have the, uh, the, the uh, raffle as well. Yes, we have a raffle. Um, so looking for some special prizes, some donations, so that'll be a little extra little thing. I'm not sure yet what the prizes are going to be, but right. we're really working on that. That's right, and it's just a nice little fun kind of thing uh, that's in addition to the tea. Well, it's a lovely afternoon. I enjoy it so much, and we see so many uh, folks that are, are friends of the Madison mm-hmm. Senior Center, and uh, young and old. It's kind of a nice mix of different ages, and so good. 
congratulations. Well, thank you. We're very excited. Yeah. Friday, uh, December 4th. Yes, thank you. And it starts at 2 o'clock. And if you are smart, when can you call? What's the earliest you can call to get your ticket? The earliest you can call to get your tickets, we're, let's go with November 1st. All right. So you can So start during planning. the month of November, yes. Any, yeah. Okay. Very good. Well, we're so glad you joined us, Laura. Thank you. And Maria. And you have fond memories of your first tea. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Was it? Yep, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, lots of talking and yakking yeah, and beautiful Yeah, it's a great music. event to come out and, you know, yes. yeah, it's great. Good. Well, we hope that uh, some of our uh, uh, audience will come and join us at the Madison Senior Center for some holiday fun. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you in a minute. Welcome back to Senior Beat. Um, after all of the discussion about holidays, um, I think a lot of people might be staying awake and frightened about all the work they have to do to get ready, ready for the holidays. We have with us Janet Bowling, who is with uh, Healthcare United, and she is here uh, to help us kind of discuss this whole topic of sleep. Um, and different kinds of sleep issues. It seems to me that recently I've just been hearing a lot of stories about people having difficulty uh, getting to sleep, staying asleep, falling asleep. It's, uh, I don't know. Um, have you heard any of those stories, Tom? Oh, yeah. How about going to sleep and waking up and then can't go back to sleep? That's oh, <laughs> that's the other one, yeah. That's There's yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's your favorite? Right. Well, um, Janet, what can you tell us about sleep? Is sleep that important? Can, I mean, maybe we just can do without it. No. Oh. <laughs> I kind of thought that. you cannot do without it. And, and Good sleep thing she said no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been in trouble. Sleep is a huge concern. And actually, as people age, sleeping and the concerns and problems people have with sleeping, um, those tendencies increase. Oh, they do. Yes, exactly. Actually, with adults, um, over 50% of adults have some type of sleeping issue or concern. Oh, really? Okay. Much higher than you think. Yeah, I would not have guessed that. Because I used to hear that older people either needed less sleep or more sleep, one or the other. Research really shows that they need about the same amount of sleep same amount as, as they else. always have. It's just yeah. that they're getting good rest. Oh, would be the okay. So okay. good rest. What right. would be good rest? What's the definition of good rest? 
Sleeping with little disruption, obviously. Yeah. Getting a good um, seven to nine hours sleep. Mm -hmm. um, not being awakened during the night, um, maybe once or twice. Mm -hmm. um, but what we're seeing is more people that are experiencing that challenge of trying to stay asleep okay. or have issues occurring while they're sleeping. Okay. So what are some tips that maybe we could... You know, everybody's trying to be preventative in nature. Are there some some tips that we could suggest to our audience to help them have more rest and be uh, sleep better? Absolutely. I think those are quite a few things actually you can do to try and help yourself sleep better. Mm -hmm. um, generally speaking, if you're able to avoid any type of liquids, nicotine, caffeine, anything before you go to bed, mm -hmm. obviously is going to make a huge difference. Also, the sleep environment, uh, okay. making sure that it's it's cool, it's quiet, it's comforting. Okay. Um, that makes a big difference. And, of course, if you're like me, you have your smartphone. <laughs> that needs to be turned off and put away, right? Um, and, Good advice. Yes, and trying to not utilize the TV. Use that sleeping area as just a sleeping area. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people who fall asleep to a TV. Yeah, and I that's not a good uh, not a good thing because if you fall asleep and then the program changes it wakes you up, you know. It's or you wake up and realize it's on and you're looking for the remote, remote trying to turn it off. off. So yeah. yeah, any type of um, you know, very low stimulation, that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, maybe some light music, very relaxing music, okay. natural music. Okay. The sounds. Oh, white noise. what's the the um, the machine the white noise white machines. Noise. I've heard of those. Uh, is that something you would recommend? That's low I've heard noise. People say that they like that. Yeah. Um, some people that that maybe need some a little bit of stimulation yeah. that they don't like the the entire silence. Or maybe they're in a place where there's a lot of noise and that maybe can mask other more disruptive noise. Absolutely. Maybe. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, I hear that most teenagers in this country are sleep deprived. Do you think that's the same for older adults? I, I do. Yeah. I do. I think that they are sleep deprived, but I think there's a lot of different reasons why. Okay. Um, there's several different types of sleeping concerns or issues that mm -hmm. people have, um, one of which is, is insomnia. Okay. And actually, mm -hmm. one out of ten older adults struggles with insomnia, not being able to get to sleep and then, more importantly, stay asleep. Mm -hmm. And many times it's because we're waking up mm -hmm. frequently, maybe because of um, having to um, use the restroom. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's um, just that disrupted sleep um, could be the cause of medications, could again be the cause of stimulants, um, any type of, of activity mm -hmm. uh, without really slowing down at mm -hmm. the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Like taking a warm bath mm -hmm. is supposed to be. Or what about the old um, uh, grandma's trick? The warm milk. Does that really, does the, some of those things really work for people? I, I think that people sometimes have their own little remedies, right? Yeah. Um, but I have heard of that. Now, yeah. whether or not it actually works, yeah. I guess it depends on the person you ask. Warm coffee won't do it, though. Probably we know not. that because of caffeine. Yeah, right, right. right. Um, so, and you talked about the environment. I know my husband and I um, woke up one night just recently because we were both so cold and we hadn't changed the covers. You know, for the oh, seasonal, okay. you know, you need a little more um, covers on. or, But some people, I think, have to warm a bedroom. You were talking about a cooler a bedroom. A cool environment 
is what they generally will talk about. Okay. Um, so again, not too warm, not too cold, but a comfortable right. environment. And, and what about the fact that my husband snores and keeps me awake? Is there anything I can do about that? Sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, you know, that happens to be a, um, what we call a sleep problem, uh. right? Um, and what they call that is actually, I mean, people snore. Yeah. All of us snore to a certain degree, but when we hear the very excessive snoring, that's the result um, many times of a type of apnea, okay. and you've probably heard of sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we see quite a few patients that come in to, to get treated for sleep apnea um, by using a CPAP machine. Um, and, and sleep apnea is really one of those conditions where the upper airways are blocked mm. as you're sleeping, so you're gasping for air. And many times they're not breathing at certain times. So it's not just snoring. It's, it's not just snoring. It okay. can be a medical situation. And so many times people go in for sleep studies, oh. at which point they'll look at how many times are they awakening. Um, is it a concern? Okay. Is this something that's going on every night? Okay. But that can be treated. It can be treated. Okay. So I need to get my husband to go to get treated. Yes. At and least have that, that will be that a blessing study. for me, right? That'll be a sleep study. Yeah. And they'll be able mm -hmm. to determine how often that's happening during the night. Yeah. And that would really be nice for me to have that resolved. And I expect exercise um, mm. is good for sleeping. It is. You know, you always know hear what... different remarks from folks that will say, you know, you should exercise in the morning. It's a good way of, you know, starting your day and and getting things all pumped up for the day. Um, and then I've heard other folks say that maybe it's best to, to exercise in the evening. Mm. But most of the data now really indicates, no, don't do that in the evening. It, it tends to get your body going too much oh. that it's hard to relax. Okay. But it really depends on the study that you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. But um, I know a lot of older people who, you know, have lunch and then watch their programs. And I think a lot of times they're falling asleep and napping. So napping can also be a, an issue for... Um, it can be. If, if it affects the sleep, the quality of the sleep that you're having at night. Um, Although so many people say nap is good for you. I guess it I mean, depends on how you're doing at night. As yeah. far as your sleep yeah, pattern yeah, at night. Because yeah. I think that's so true that people are um, exhausted. Um, after a good night's sleep, mm -hmm. and it's because, and then of course they need to nap in the afternoon because right. they are so tired. But you can start a, a circle. I, mean, I think one difference would be like a long nap, you know, like an hour or hour and a half. I mean, yeah, that's probably would, too long. I would be, I would have a hard time waking up from a yeah. nap that long in the daytime, you know. It yeah. would. I'm just saying, I, I mean, I just wonder if some people don't nap too long. Too know, long. Whereas so, if you take a, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Like Snooze. they talk about a power nap, you know, 15, 20 mm -hmm. minutes where you just relax and then you yeah. back get back into whatever it is you're doing. And so Some people can easily do those power naps, mm -hmm. those 10, 15 minutes. Um, another, I was just thinking about another uh, remedy, as they say, when people are having difficulty with sleeping. Sometimes it can be, like I said, that light music or oh, soft yes. music, but even trying meditation. Oh, yes. Um, okay. Even imagery. Mm -hmm. um, again, trying oh, to relax yeah. yourself, relax your brain. Mm -hmm. 
because mm. many times, if, if you're like me, I go to bed and I'm thinking about all that needs to be done okay. the next day or okay. what has been done today. So your mind is just moving all the time. Yeah. So again, yeah. maybe that meditation or that relaxation right. imagery might be something that you would want to try. So when you say imagery, before you go to bed, you put yourself in a state where you're just sure. thinking about something very pleasant and, and, and that helps relax you and then you're more likely to fall asleep. Think about a nice, good place. Yes, the a beach. Good, the beach, right? Yes. <laughs> we often think about or the a stream. Beach. Oh, nice, trout stream, nice right? Trout stream yeah. Okay. Going by your little cabin. Yes. <laughs> Another um, sleep issue that I've heard and, and spoke with older adults about is, is restless leg syndrome. Oh, um, okay. And this happens to adults as well. Um, varying degrees mm -hmm. but again that restless leg syndrome is kind of that that strange pain that you get when you're when you're getting ready to rest mm -hmm. and go to sleep and you'll feel this cramping sensation the creepy feeling in your legs and sometimes in your arms but more predominantly in your legs mm -hmm. um, and that can cause a great deal of sleep anxiety Oh, because yeah. you can't get rest when you have that feeling. Mm -hmm. So we've told folks, you know, get up, walk around, um, try to massage the, the leg. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to talk with your physician about that as well. Okay. Is there a medication for that There's as well? medications, different types of treatment modalities one yeah. can try. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Huh. And that, that tr it sort of twitches. It twitches, or sometimes it just feels like a cramping sensation. Okay. Okay. Deep down yeah. in your leg. Yeah. Any others? You have a whole yeah, slew of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised any of us get any sleep. <laughs> yeah, I think that pretty much covers it all. Yeah. But I think sleep deprivation is another issue. Yeah. Where we're just not getting enough rest. And and that probably can mimic all sorts of other things too, yeah. or acerbate those conditions that exactly. might be chronic conditions you for us. Think about sleep deprivation. Many times we're preoccupied. Yep. With thoughts. Mm -hmm. activities, recent mm -hmm. events, mm -hmm. things that concern us, mm -hmm. that kind of preoccupy our, ourselves mm -hmm. um, and not allowing us to get that restful right. sleep. I um, took a meditation class and your description of, of all of the stuff that goes on in, in your mind, um, this particular instructor <laughs> called that monkey mind. You know, you're just darting all over the place inside your head and you just need to kind of close it down and just relax. And and that's, in our society, that's a very difficult thing to do, too. The last thing to keep in mind, too, is maybe even making sure you have a regular sleep schedule. Oh, okay. I think that's where some people really have issues, and this is true for any age group, really. Mm -hmm. um, if there's a certain time that you generally will go to, to bed at night mm -hmm. and get up in the morning, you know, maintain that schedule as much as you are able. Um, oh, that, okay. that really allows for more adequate sleep um, right. in your body. Is reminded it, of that time. It's frame. a rhythm. It's, it, a rhythm. It's, it's a rhythm that you you establish. I know they that um, for people who are working, they recommend that you keep about the same uh, time frame even over the weekend if you have sleep right. problems. So that instead of staying up until one in the morning on Friday night and then sleeping in late. Keep that regular pattern. A lot of times you think of, of students, you know, in the mm -hmm. summer when they're not in school and how the sleep yeah. pattern can be very disrupted right. as a result of being off of school yeah. and then trying to get the children back into that schedule yeah. to come for better well, sleep. Well, we're, we're not so much different than the, we the kids. We, 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 we need those patterns in our lives That's as exactly well, true. don't we? So um, anything else on sleep that you'd like to share with our audience? You've done a great, you've done a great job. 
up on um, that. You mentioned restful sleep. Yes. You know, so I'm taking that there's sort of good sleep and not so good sleep. Yes. You try to get into the REM sleep, the very deep sleep. Okay. And many times some of these problems or issues can complicate that. Okay. So if you have the sleep apnea, even though you don't realize you're stopped breathing mm-hmm. certain times during the night, you don't even realize that. And then the next morning you wake up and you feel like, oh, I haven't, don't even feel rested. Yes. Well, it's because you haven't gotten good sleep. Okay. And so I think that's, that's a good indicator. Same thing with the restless leg yeah. um, syndrome. Anything that's going to really disrupt that pattern of sleep. Sure. Well, and and I think that we all tend to sort of think that sleep is natural. And, um, you know, I I don't think you think about going to your physician and talking to them about sleep. And so that might be just one thing that our reader or our audience can take away is um, if you're not feeling rested after a good night's sleep, maybe you need to talk to somebody about it. So thank you so much, Janet, for joining us and for obvious good research on sleep and giving us some good advice about that. Thank you so much. Good to see you. See you next month on Senior Beat.